today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. When we were talking with uh, Mayor-elect uh, Marianne Mead Ward just a few minutes ago, uh, we were talking about filling positions uh, on city council. Uh, and that's something that obviously councillors get together and they, you know, I'd like to sit on this committee, etc., and then I have to pick a chair. Uh, the problem we've got here in Hamilton is uh, with the Police Services Board. Now, the very contentious, the much maligned Police Services Board, obviously, because there's been a lot of uh, problems with the personnel on the board and, and handling things, and some of the decisions uh, were, were questionable. Well, uh, we now know, of course, that uh, Lloyd Ferguson, who has been the chair of the, the Police Services Board for the last little while, uh, told us on our program a couple of weeks ago that he was not going to seek reappointment to the board. He'd done his time, and it was time for somebody else to go in there. We also know that uh, Councillor Terry Whitehead, who has also served on the board for the last little while, uh, does not want to be reappointed to the Police Services Board, uh, But which raises the question, by the way, about who's going to be the chair. And uh, obviously it's, uh, there's a, a question of leadership and uh, some speculation that, uh, that Mayor Eisenberger himself may want to be the chair of the Police Services Board. I'm hearing that there's at least one other councillor that would kind of like to take a run at the job. Uh, I've got some feelings on that, but I want to bring John Best into the uh, conversation. John, of course, is the publisher of the Bay Observer, and he joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show. Morning, John. How are you doing today? Just fine. Just fine, Bill. Thanks. On a miserable day in Oshawa and right across the auto industry here. Oh, but, boy. Uh, trying to get yeah. over that one. Uh, let, let's talk about the Police Services Board. Now, in just about every community, uh, Toronto, Hamilton, uh, you go down the list. I mean, this is always a very, very high profile and very contentious uh, position. To, uh, I guess it would to be any position on the Police Services Board, whether you're a citizen member or an elected official. Yeah, there's no question. Uh, and we're certainly seeing it here in Hamilton, but uh, you do see it in other communities as well. Certainly Toronto, uh, you know, their police services under... Uh, a lot of media scrutiny and public scrutiny, but definitely Hamilton seems to be uh, something of an outlier in the sense that uh, uh, we we just seem to be constantly have been in some kind of turmoil for the last two or three years. But it seems to be predominantly personal, personal uh, stuff, as, as, in other words, individual behaviors as opposed to policy decisions. That's right. Uh, it is. It very much comes down to personalities and. You know, uh, I guess when you're talking about who's going on the new board, uh, you know, the question is, uh, do, do the personalities matter? I guess we'll find out when we get new people in there. And if, uh, you know, all this running to the provincial body starts, you know, starts to slacken off, then maybe maybe we do have uh, made, made the right personnel decisions. But to me, uh, I, I think there's a governance issue here that... Uh, uh, that, that kind of transcends the whole subject of, of what personalities uh, we we put on the board. I I think police board governance, frankly, in Ontario, maybe needs a little bit of a revamp because um, I, I I don't get the sense that it's real board governance in many cases. It's almost like the police services board becomes sort of an echo chamber for the administration of the day. And uh, I, I don't think there's a robust uh, oversight uh, all the time, uh, particularly around financial matters. Well, let's talk a little bit about that, because uh, when I had my discussion with Councillor Ferguson, uh, when he told us that he wasn't going to seek reappointment of the board, uh, I know that he at that time made a statement suggesting that whoever is going to sit on the board now has to have the uh, the police back, in other words, the frontline officers. 
which begged the question, I guess, uh, what is the role, the responsibility of people that sit on the police services board? Is it to, to advocate on behalf of the police services, or is it to be a watchdog over police services? Well, I, I think the the ideal of governance is is that you you're there to represent the public's interests uh, and and to provide oversight. You're not there to be kind of a junior cop, um, you know, running around with badges and and that kind of thing. I I, I don't think the relationship has to be adversarial um, as it did get. Uh, certainly, uh, we we recall uh, Terry Whitehead's. Uh, uh, outburst against the chief of the day, Glenn DeCare, which was, uh, you know, certainly uncalled for. But, but I think a little more rigor in uh, uh, in the oversight is needed. I, I don't think the police services board needs to be a cheerleader necessarily for uh, the police. Do you think that was happening? Well, a little bit, and and uh, you know, and I mean, it's a cultural thing. Uh, you you get in there and. Uh, you know, you're 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 surrounded, especially in the old days before they moved the meetings uh, down to city hall. Uh, you're in a room filled with people with uniforms, uh, all doing presentations, and it's easy to get pulled into the culture. And and again, I'm saying n- not adversarial, but I I just think they're the members of the police services board need to understand their role as as representatives of the public a little more fully than they appear to do now. Let's let's talk about the individuals. Uh, as we say, there are two city councillors that uh, that will be appointed to the police services board. Uh, the mayor is automatically on the board, uh, and, and we'll talk about Mayor Eisenberger's role on this in just a couple of seconds. The uh, rumors I'm hearing, John, is it's probably going to be two veteran councillors that are going to fill those two holes. Yes, uh, well, I've read the same article you did. So, yeah, it, it sounds like uh, Councillor Jackson and um, and uh, Councillor Collins may, may be uh, willing to go. And you know what? They're they're senior. They're two of the most senior members of council, and um, certainly Collins uh, has always shown um, you know some some real uh, ability when it comes to analyzing budget numbers. So. I think that that would certainly be a helpful addition because I do I do think greater financial literacy is is a big part of uh, of being on a board and and I think it's an area that might have been a bit lacking. It's lacking, frankly, at council in in many cases. But uh, on that police board, I I I suspect that somebody that understands how to read financials would be very helpful because they've run up some huge. They've got some huge surpluses on the books that don't seem to get used, and yet we're constantly being presented with these budgets that are supposedly bare bones, and yet over the last, I don't know, decade, they've managed to add to their reserves by something in the area of $12 million. So, you know, I I think somebody needs to at least ask those questions and find out why. Well, and to your point, I think Councillor Collins could certainly fill that role because even with city budgets, it's it's usually Councillor Collins that takes the lead with the critical analysis of numbers being presented by staff. Yet sometimes I get the feeling some of the other councillors, their eyes just kind of glaze over and they just kind of you know let let them take the lead on that. But he uh, he seems to do his homework, and I guess that's what you're suggesting that the police services board budget needs. I, I think so. I mean, it's probably the most important, significant thing that the police services board does. I mean, we we know that they're not supposed to get involved in operational matters, and uh, and and you know they they stick to that uh, uh, pretty closely. We we don't hear uh, much about uh, any interference for, on that for regard. the most part. 
for the most part. I mean, uh, you know, I, I suppose you could argue that when when the mayor is suggesting they should bring back carding, that in a way he's discussing, or not the mayor, but the former chair uh, discussing that, that in a way he's he's talking about um, operations. But setting that aside, I mean, really, the, the police services board's function largely is uh, to oversee the finance and, and then uh, uh, be informed, I guess, on, on the various programs and you know, um, you get their monthly report on on crime and incidents and so on. But uh, the financial piece is probably the biggest the biggest responsibility they have. So let's talk about the individuals, uh, citizen members. By the way, there'll be probably be a new citizen member or two. One of the provincial appointees. Well, there'll be two. Uh, we're, we're told that Madeline Levy, who's uh, served a number of uh, terms on council, is probably not going to be renewed. I think she wants to step aside anyway. I'm th- told. And and the uh, city council gets to appoint one citizen member, and yep. I would think it's going to be a new face as well, uh, just based on some of the controversies that were swirling around the past board. Yeah, I, to be honest, I I think all the provincial appointees will be replaced um, at at the earliest opportunity. I mean that's that's typical when a when a government uh, a new government takes over. Uh, it's not a reflection on the individuals that are that are sitting there now, but it. Uh, I think there's a good chance you'll you'll see uh, uh, wholesale replacement. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how that works out, but uh, yeah, uh, I I think it's um, you're likely going to see a almost entirely new uh, police services board uh, between the city's appointments and and what the province will likely do. What about depoliticizing this? I, I mentioned that on my, my blog today. And, and, and again, I, I understand, okay, the mayor and two councillors are going to be on that, but it just seemed as if politics and even, I, I think, some cross-referencing between city politics and police business always seemed to, to, to just seem to permeate some of these meetings. Uh, I'm just doing this anecdotally because I don't have any data in front of me to suggest this, but I seem to think, at least, John, from what I've seen and what I can remember, the board seems to work better when there's a citizen as the chair as opposed to a politician. Well, um, to be honest, I can't remember when that was. Um, you know, we certainly had Bernie Morelli, uh, a sitting councillor, uh, was, was the dominant force there for over a decade. Um, so I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure whether, at the end of the day, they're all political appointments. Really, oh, sure, down yeah. to it, they're either members of council or they're appointed by council, or they're appointed by the government, so there's there's an element of politics uh, in there, but um, I I think it, it I, you know personalities may play a role, but to my mind, um, understanding going in there with a with a good governance oversight, I, I mean I I would think one of the things that this new board could do that might be beneficial is bring in a governance, spend a little money, bring in a governance expert. And and have them conduct uh, a workshop so that uh, people can uh, get a, get a little better feel of what what good governance is all about. And to me, it's it's typically safeguarding the public interest. That 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 should be primary, not necessarily being cheerleaders for the police. Or you're not there to represent the police to the public. You're there to represent. The public to the police, and and when they get that backwards, I think that's where we get into some of these problems. What about the mayor as the chair? I I don't have an opinion to be honest. Uh, you know, it, it it depends again on the individual. I I see, 
in the news today that the mayor is uh, eager to take on the role and uh, certainly he's the leader of council and perhaps that would bring uh, you know sort of a a spin-off uh, influence uh, over over the the police board as well uh, but again uh, I think you know I think it, it really depends on how you're approaching your understanding of the role and um, uh, to my mind, uh, almost anybody uh, could could do the job as long as they um, have a have a good sense of governance and and uh, you know how that all works. I, I just think we've got to a point where we're not um, providing uh, the the, pub, the public's interest is not being reflected. Now it may happen behind closed doors, and I've heard that. You know, well, we we get real. We ask tough questions behind closed doors, which is fine, except that the public doesn't see it being done, and uh, therefore, you know, they they may form other conclusions. So, th- th- those would be my thoughts. I, I'm not as concerned about the personalities as I am about their understanding of the function. Because uh, I, I in my blog today, I'm, I'm, I was talking about having one of the citizen members actually, Pat Mandy. I think should have serious consideration as as the chair. Uh, basically because of her past experience uh, that was outlined, of course, her roles uh, in various boards and agencies, and she's she's got that experience in leadership roles. And I just think a citizen member uh, might just cool things off a little bit and, and, and maybe give people a different perspective on, on the board and what the board is supposed to be doing. Well, she certainly would understand board governance in a public body better than almost anybody you could name. So she she's had the experience from her uh, health care um, service, uh, you know, being a board member and being a CEO. So, yeah, that, that, there, there could be a, a value there that, uh, but, uh, you know, at this point, I don't think I'd want to wade into, you know, whether it's her or whether it's the mayor. Uh, it, you know, I, I think the, the main thing is that they get pointed in the right direction from a governance standpoint. And, and I think a, a governance workshop might be part of the answer there. By the way, I know that you'd mentioned that, that you're, and I think you're quite right, that in the course of time, probably all the citizen members are going to be replaced, uh, because that's the politics of it. We get that. But sure. my guess is, is that wouldn't happen until their term expires. Uh, in, in the case, for instance, of Madeline Levy, obviously her term expires in just a little while, and they'll probably fill that with somebody. In other words, a conservative appointment, because it's the conservatives who hold power right now. Having said all of that, that's what you would think the protocol would be, but this is Doug Ford, and you just don't know, do you? You really don't know, um, and and I haven't heard any suggestion that that anybody's going to be uh, moved out before their term expires. Uh, my my sense is that they would probably be allowed to serve out their terms, and uh, uh, they they are subject to reappointment uh, if they apply. And uh, at that point, I suspect that uh, the new government would um, you know make its own choices uh, again, not necessarily reflecting. Um, on on any individual, but just that's the way it is. Uh, you know, you appoint your own people. High profile, uh, oftentimes controversial board. I, I, I don't know, not so sure a lot of people would even want to sit on that. Maybe you'd uh, just want to sit on something a little quieter where nothing ever happens like uh, the Waterfront Trust, John. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That's, <laughs> Maybe that's why some of these guys are interested in joining the police board. They want to get off the waterfront trust. Oh, there's that, too. John Best is the uh, publisher of the Bay Observer. John, thanks as always. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.